But couldn't you just say that and like, you know, take a chance? Take a chance, take a chance, take a chance on... Yeah, you could ABBA your way out of that situation, I'm sure. All right, it's the Dream to Fail podcast. My name is Tim Dobbs. With me, as ever, it's the Queen of the North, Catherine Kogert. I feel like I've used that one before. Uh, well, winter is coming. It's not. I mean, in the real world. Eventually, it's... winter is coming. Yeah. Well, that's you can make that statement for anything. There's only one time a year when you can't say winter is coming, and that's during winter. You know, you would be just the worst, the worst meteorologist, because you would just be like, <laughs> I can say anything that will ever happen. I mean, it's that's actually where the Stark family got their got their start as meteorologists for like meteor- they were a They Lord. were a clan of meteorologists. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Boy, things really changed for them, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Power play. Now they're lords of the north. Yeah, I always I always felt like the meteorologists on the local newscast were kind of, you know, conniving and building their plan to be, take over and be the anchors. I mean, tell, that right? whole show, the whole news is just about a power play. It's a real yeah, Game exactly. of Thrones it, it, situation. A game of, a game of news, I guess. That's not the best. <laughs> game of news. I would watch that. I would watch the heck out of that show. <laughs> really? If you had, but if it was like 11 p.m. every night, you had to watch till 11.30. A game of news. I don't know. It's just a lot to keep up with. I but, mean, you know, on the other hand. I'm very enthusiastic about keeping up with epics. Oh, okay. Well, it would be it would be an epic epic. Now that now that we bring it up, though, I really do feel like in my head I've always pictured the two anchors as the king and the queen, and mm-hmm. the the meteorologist is sort of the the jack. If we're going to use the playing card analogy, okay, fair and enough. And then uh, you know, the sports guy is uh the jester or something. Oh, you know, I would have switched uh meteorologist and and sports guy because the sports guy gets to sit at the desk, but the meteorologist is up there entertaining. Mm, I guess that's true. That's true. He's got he's got a big screen. He's kind of pointing and <laughs> making lighthearted jokes. But you, I guess it's just because you see the meteorologist a little earlier on in the show. Because usually they'll do a they'll do a check in a few minutes in, and then they will get to weather later. Uh, whereas sports tends to just be at the end. In that's my true. That's true. Well, it's up for the listener to decide who is the Jack yeah. and who is the Jester. <laughs> sounds like uh, lyrics to some you know '90s alt rock song or something. <laughs> okay, so on this episode of the Doom to Fail podcast, we are talking about landline telephones, those relics of a forgotten age. Yeah, yeah. Um, gosh, I was listening to, I believe I was listening to The Read, which is mm-hmm. a podcast with Kid Fury and Crystal, and they were talking about these these YouTube videos with uh, children, like... Mm-hmm. Like and their grandparents, I think just their parents were telling them what it was like to make phone calls. When I was mm. your age, we if you called someone <laughs> and they were on the phone with somebody else, you got a busy signal. Um, and they were just filming their reactions to this information. And apparently, they were just extremely dramatic. Like what? Well, kids are some kids are just real hams. I don't know. That's true. Kids say the darndest. Like for instance. You know, if we're to take you as a counterexample, I feel like anytime I tell you anything about, like, here's some crazy technology the way things used to be or whatever, you're just like, uh-huh. You told me that one time that you were like, dinosaurs don't impress me. 
at all. I, I don't understand why they're interesting. That's true. So I feel like, I mean. That's true. I don't understand why dinosaurs are interesting. <laughs> and I feel like if someone were to tell you about busy signals, you'd be like, uh-huh. That was a while ago. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So uh, it's these kids. It's, it's the kids. It's not you. It's the kids. Okay. Okay. Or it's not okay. the busy signal. Okay. But it is, it, I don't know, it is, well, I feel like we've defeated the point of having this conversation now. Um, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> With just my my acceptance of the way things used to be. <laughs> mm-hmm. It, I mean, it is, it, it's surprising how much has changed over a fairly short amount of time. Because, you know, when we were growing up, um, I mean, there weren't, no, I guess there were cell phones when I was born, but they were very, very, Nobody very Nobody was using uncommon. them. They were totally impractical. Yeah, and then my dad got one uh, sometime in my early teen years, I guess I'd say. Okay, And yeah. I remember it was it was an analog cell phone, and so it had just sort of had a, a hiss on it at all times because, Ooh. you know, there's just noise in an analog signal. Yeah. So it was just... That sounds terrible. The whole time. Yeah. Um, but now... And, and so, of course, everyone had a landline. And now... Let's see. I was reading a statistic. In 2004... Um, it was, I think it was 45% of people under age 30 had a cell phone. And now it's got to be very close to 100%. Yeah. I don't know anybody I mean, who counting, doesn't guess, have a cell phone. I, 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 I'm not, I don't know what the uh, the bottom level is that because I assume, you know, babies don't have cell phones. Soon they will, but not yet. What What now is the appropriate age to get your child a cell phone? That's a great question. Um, so when did you get a cell phone? Uh, I didn't get one until I was 15, 16. Okay, yeah, that's about when I got one as well. Yeah. And I remember, like, it was a kind of a deal. Like, the fact that I got one was, like, people were kind of jealous, and it was mostly just because, I, you know, I had to get picked up an awful lot, so it just sort of made sense. Yeah, um, I, I was at boarding school, and so I needed a way to call my parents at mm, any time. Um, because that's the thing, right? This is the, this is the other thing that we forget is about uh, long-distance phone calls. Yeah. Oh, boy. That just seems, it's crazy to me now to think about, like, I, so we, we have a, a landline here um, in our apartment because it came with our internet service. Like, there was no way to not get it. And I was like, oh, all right, weird. sure. Bring, give us a phone. Why not? Okay. And uh, I keep thinking like, oh, it'd be, it'd be fun and kitschy to make a call with it. It's only <laughs> dial seven numbers, you know, but there's no one, I, I don't know anyone with a local area code. And so I called a store once. It was kind of cool to just dial seven numbers, but not cool enough to like really uh, make it worth it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, everything's long distance, and I'm not going to pay the long distance fees. Come on. So I remember there was this big wave of cable companies and phone companies offering, like, no extra charge for long distance just to try and compete mm. with cell phones. Right. Well, I suppose it's possible that we don't get charged for long distance. I don't know. I didn't look deeply into the plan because I don't because care. Because who cares? Because you're never going to use it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. So I mean, at the time we would we would have used landlines, pretty much primarily, and yeah, I don't know. I'd say by the time I was graduating high school, definitely. What by the time I got to college, everyone had a cell phone. Yeah, it was rare. I actually, they, they, it was still at the point where they said in like the things you should bring to college, it said like consider bringing a landline phone so you can plug in because we provide phone service, and I did because they said to, they said to. It was dumb. And yeah, all, all we ever got was robocalls and no one ever called it because no one's going to memorize a new number. And 
Yeah, it didn't matter. So I don't know. Yeah, I guess I guess we could pinpoint when did I go to college in two thousand six. Yes. So let's call two thousand six the the end of the cell phone or the beginning of the cell phone only era. Okay. Does yeah. That, no, does that ring true with you? Sounds right. Yeah. 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 That's when yeah, I got okay. a cell phone, and I remember I was extremely Perfect. late to the game. Like I was resisting mm. getting a cell phone. Wait, wait, wait. So I got it. I got a cell phone in two thousand four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds right. You're two I years was older. Cresting than me. that wave. Yeah. And that was like a new interesting thing. And you were late to the game. So in two years, we all just bought cell phones. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, using this data set up too. <laughs> I remember because I had a flip phone in 2006 uh, mm-hmm. and it was super old school. At that point, everybody had like razors. Oh, the razors. The they razor were the coolest was so phone. cool. I can't believe it. What was wrong with us? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we're like, How did that look cool to us? I, I think it was the first time anyone had seen any effort put into like industrial um, industrial design for a consumer product. Mm. It was just the first time anyone had been like, we should make this look cool. And so it didn't matter if they did a good job with it or not. The fact that they had tried, we were just like, oh, my God, <laughs> we just, I need to have it. Look at the shape. It's like Space Wars, which is. Uh, an amalgam of all sci-fi uh, movies. It's called Space Wars. Uh, I'm optioning okay, it around. Yeah, it's like Space yeah. Wars. Um, yeah, and I think it's from the Motorola Razor-based uh, science fiction program. <laughs> so Motorola owns that, right? Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, the show is basically it, it's 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 an hour-long ad for, for Motorola a Razor for the Razor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's sort of it's split over. Um, 20 to 30 episodes and then we'll see if it extends from there okay so it's essentially like power rangers it's very much like power rangers just an ad Um, for the toys just yeah and teenage mutant ninja turtles and all that teenage mutant ninja turtles has has a heart and creativity though lest we forget that teenage mutant ninja turtles creators whose names i don't remember always felt really guilty for selling their their characters to did they hasbro or whoever they sold them to uh, Mattel? Mattel something? I think it's the same thing now. I don't know. Oh, yeah. We're not being they were, well they were this podcast. They were, like, super hesitant to... Because apparently the original, like, black and white comic book was kind of gritty. <laughs> mm, really? Yeah. Interesting. And then they made it into a cartoon, at which point they, like, I guess introduced pizza or whatever. Yeah. I was going to say, the pizza really seems like it's a just... It's, it's, a, it's a real play towards just kids' most base instincts. <laughs> It's so true. Kids' base instincts is for pizza. <laughs> I think it is. I think it's pizza and candy and, uh, you know, if you're a Garfield fan, lasagna. Uh, so wait, 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 wait. Garfield fans are lasagna enthusiasts? That's the first time I've ever heard that. Oh, I, I mean, so so I was really into Garfield as when I was a kid. Okay. And um, because of that, I actually, like was like, lasagna must be the best food. And we didn't really have lasagna growing up. It just, like, wasn't on our, you know, it wasn't a thing my parents made. Okay. Um, I think you get to a certain age and you go, here are the five things I make, and that's it. Yeah. Um, and lasagna wasn't one of them. And so I would always ask my mom, like, can we have some lasagna? And she was like, no, lasagna's hard to make. And you're just Maybe saying it's because of Garfield. <laughs> yeah. No, no, entirely, because I just assumed, I was like, surely it's good. I have no idea why lasagna is Garfield's favorite food. I think he just picked something. I mean, so, lasagna's good. <laughs> Wait, so had you, like, never had lasagna? Were you like, I must try this ancient and... 
I yeah, this I don't think ancient ambrosia lasagna. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was uh I if I'd had it, I like didn't really remember it. And so by the time, you know, I was eight or whatever, reading these Garfield books, I was just like, ah, ooh, lasagna, I bet that's really good. I mean, I had pasta, but yeah, I don't know. So there was no, like, old spaghetti factory in your your town you could go and get some lasagna from? No, we didn't have old spaghetti factory. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's not that good. um, Don't worry about it. No, I got food poisoning the only time I've been to an old spaghetti factory. They're terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's horrible. They're super bad. It's a huge mistake. (laughs) I don't understand what how they're still have, in business. I guess like an Olive Garden. Well, because because people have low mm-hmm. standards. That's why they're still in business. True. Oh, let's just go there. The old, you know, actually, they, they fit in this niche that's really... Like the Hard Rock Cafe is the same thing. Where, like, listen, this is a big chain. But they're just rare enough. And they've sort of marketed themselves such that they can seem like a special thing. So that you can be like, oh, yeah, there's only the one in our town or whatever. You know, like how many Hard Rock Cafes are there? Maybe... 200 or so but 200 is not that many all things considered yeah that's uh it's similar to the original number pokemon so it's feasible that you could catch them all yeah it's a it's a pokemon level thing i wonder i wonder if there was a study group done about that that number of pokemon where it was like what's the number that's enough to keep kids really like sucked into this but number pokemon how how do you maximize that dude 150 if you said that to me before pokemon like you need to collect 150 of something even if I really liked them, I would be like, that is that is a lot. What sort of things would you be collecting, though? Candies? Different colored balls? Different yeah, types of I mean... pizza? I don't know. <laughs> All the kid things. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's, let's come back in a moment. I feel, I feel like we may have gotten just a bit off, a far afield here. Uh, so let's come back in a moment on the Doom to Fail podcast. In a moment on the Doom to Fail podcast. We're back on the Doom to Fail podcast. Talking about landline telephones, the lines that used to crisscross the nation and the world, creating um, like a beautiful screensaver, kind of. You oh, know, like sure. you ever have one of those screensavers where it's just a line bouncing around that yeah. draws as it goes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like just that. like that. Um, there's a lot of lines that cross the nation. Can I just point that out? All right, let's name them. Pipelines, uh, railroads. Like Keystone Oil pipelines. Is what yeah. You mean. Um, uh, railroads. Roads the and highways. highway system. And byways. Yeah. Um, byways oh boy what is a byway <laughs> it's the same thing as a highway oh well good thanks for clearing that up highway byway freeway uh, potato, motorway potato. um tomatoes what else is there tomatoes tomatoes uh, cross across the line? country uh, uh in trucks yes oh but okay. that's really yeah. metaphorical yeah so practically every produce uh mm-hmm. um, airplane or... routes Crisscross the country, I would say uh, water as well. Aqueducts. That's you know. Similar hey, to I have a question. Where does ahead. California get it get its beets and arugula from? Beets and arugula. Oh, I don't know. Do you know off the top of your head? Why would I know that? No, I'm sorry. Because you go to the grocery store and I assume you buy arugula, maybe some beets. 
I did buy some arugula today, You're very and I like beets. Produce centric. Yeah, I like produce. Produce is delicious. I don't know. I have trouble convincing the others in my household to enjoy beets as much as I do. Oh, beets are so good. Yeah, beets are awesome. If you ever want a beet buddy, I'm there with you. <laughs> beet buddies. <laughs> <laughs> we can lay down some beets while eating some beets. Yeah. Can we get one more kind of beet in there? Um, uh... I mean, I guess maybe we could just wait a moment. Yeah, yeah, like a <laughs> like a theatric beat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's great. We we set up the uh we uh we set up the the plate of beets and then we we get the the stereo all set up or something and uh we just kind of sit for a second. Let it let the moment be. <laughs> and poofs, ah, poofs. Hey, these beets are really good, Catherine. They're delicious. Poofs, ah, poofs, ah. I love this club. This is my favorite new club, Beat Buddies. <laughs> beats by Dre. That's our third type of beat. There you go. We'll just we'll buy some expensive headphones and just wear them. It could be like a silent disco, that sort of thing. We're like, there's no music in the room, but we both have the same music coming into our Beats by Dre Beats headphones. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, can we, can we make it a competition so we can beat somebody? You know, maybe we can race. We can race to eat more beats. Oh, this is a great idea. Okay. <laughs> how was uh how was your afternoon? Well, I beat Tim in a uh, beat eating race while listening to Beats on Beats by Dre. And then you wait a beat. So, so good? Was that good? No, I didn't enjoy it, really. It was just weird. It was kind of, it was an avant-garde afternoon, I suppose, is what I'd say. <laughs> oh, God, I'm going to start saying I, I had a really avant-garde afternoon today. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not, it wasn't traditionally productive, but I do feel like I got something out of it. You know, that, that's how I would describe an avant-garde afternoon. <laughs> There's definitely no no tangible product here. But you know what? I was changed. It gave me a lot to think about. Yeah. Yeah. Landlines. Landlines. Oh, right. Landlines. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're doing a podcast. Gosh, where is where is my mind? <laughs> so, the landline telephone. Um This is this is something we go back and forth on quite a bit, actually. I I prefer a landline telephone when available, even though they're basically not practical at this point in my life. Okay. Um this is can I stop you there? Because there's another there's another thing about Tim that I want to dissect here. (laughs) Sure. Similar to the lasagna. Um you are very, very, very particular. Like on multiple occasions you've said to me, I hate my smartphone because it's a really bad phone. Why do you think your smartphone Mm -hmm. is such a bad phone? It works fine. God, you're just so you're so pedestrian, Catherine. Jeez. <laughs> well, correct me then. Because it's a bad phone. It's a great computer. It's a fantab. I, I, I was so excited. I said fantabulous computer without even thinking about it. It's a fantabulous computer, but it's um, it's it's a crummy phone because I have trouble getting it loud enough to hear. It doesn't. It doesn't in any way cup my ear at all. You know, because it's 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 brick shaped, right? Yeah, I don't want my phone to cut my ear anymore. I don't like that anymore. Yeah, well, but the advantage of that is that you can hear better in a loud space. Okay. Now, now of course, a landline telephone has the advantage of you're usually not in a loud space. You're not trying to make phone calls, uh, you know, on a construction site, uh, which apparently I do mm-hmm. a lot with my phone. Or, <laughs> God forbid, anywhere near a BART train, the loudest of the public transit systems. <laughs> I assume you did a study on that. It's so loud. I don't. I don't even need a study. I just know it just howls at you. The, the The trains are in anguish, Catherine. They They want to be set free from their tracks. They want to fly away, and they let all the riders know every day. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, 
Can't you see we're being tortured? So after your beat afternoon, your avant-garde beat afternoon, you go to a play about trains and public transit. (laughs) Yeah, it's a weird city. Um, (laughs) Okay, so this is such a big deal to you. Have you considered getting one of those handheld phones that you can plug into your cell phone and use? Yes. And... Eventually, I decided that was silly because, uh, come on, it's a little silly. Exactly. This is exactly my point. It's a little bit silly to insist on this old technology when we have new technology. I'm not insisting on it. I, so now I'm starting to feel part. You can tell I'm interrupting you. So I'm, I'm feeling personally attacked. I'm sorry. I don't mean to personally attack you. I'm really just trying to get to the bottom of why you feel this way because nobody yeah. else feels this way. That's actually that's not true. Um, okay, who else feels this way? Uh, radio producers generally. Ah, oh, um, boy. Okay. So, so have you ever? Have you ever? Uh, you know, uh, your wait waits don't tells me. Um, your <laughs> waitings, waitings do not tell me quite yes. <laughs> <laughs> what's 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 the name of that quiz show with Ophira Eisenberg? Um, Ask me another. It's called Ask Me Another. Okay. So, but the point is, it's another call-in show. Generally, a call-in show will ask you, "Okay, can you go to a landline, please?" to make this call because the audio quality is better. And I think that's for a lot of reasons. I mean, mo- mostly what we talked about just now was sort of the, the ergonomics of the phone and why I generally prefer, yeah, the head, the headset. But I think, uh, I mean, I think that's the reason other people would like it. It, it just will record better if you're on a landline. Okay. But maybe this is something we should talk about in our next segment when we come back in a moment on the Doofville Podcast. We're back on the Dune to Fail podcast talking about the landline telephone. It's uh, the phone your grandma has, the landline. <laughs> I can't call you. I can't call you. You're a long distance. You need to call me. You call me. It's okay. That's how my plan works. Is that how okay, you talk grandma. to your grandmother or how your grandmother talks to you? It's, well, I mean, she's dead. So. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Well, both sides? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Both of them. Mm, sorry. Um, mm-hmm. That's all right. They, they live full lives. Full, meaningful lives. That's wonderful. Yeah, I think so. And uh and we, we won't begrudge them their use of a landline. Never. Unlike unlike you're begrudging my use of a landline, which is I mean, I don't even really use one, but I'm not at all begrudging it. I'm just fascinated. Yeah, so let's I mean let's talk about the, the second aspect, right? So the first part we were discussing was ergonomics. I just think I prefer the ergonomics of a handset phone. I think I I think the solution people have come up with is yeah, the the, the sort of like put an earbud in mm-hmm. uh, with a little inline mic yeah. solution, which seems to work fine. Yeah. Generally when I'm on Bluetooth, people say they can't understand me. Okay. And I do quick talk quickly and mumble, uh almost as a test to others. But it is a little bit of a test. It's like a you shall not pass. <laughs> Listen, if you're not gonna get my speed, then man, who needs you? <laughs> But yeah, it, it's like a it's like an A level test when I'm on the Bluetooth because just, it's like nonsense. <laughs> so I don't know if that's the mic and the Bluetooth problem or or if something about the Bluetooth connection lowers the quality. 
but so there's this extra level, right? Uh, where a landline actually gets better audio quality, which is why I think um, an audio uh, recordist would, would prefer a landline phone to record. It's just because there's less loss in general. So do you, do you know how a vocoder works? Not at all. Please explain it to right. me. So do you recall our best of episode in which we were robots briefly? Oh, oh, okay. Yes, yes. Yeah, when we were t- team robots. Uh-huh. Yeah, and uh, so I I did that processing through a very crummy application of a vocoder, which is essentially um, the the crash course version is sound is made up of waves, right? Yes. Is that good? Okay, I'm with you. And it's made up of lots of waves at lots of different frequencies, which is why it sounds sort of unique. Why a trumpet sounds different than, say, a car horn. It's just that okay. the waves are made up of different frequencies, different mixes of frequencies. And so what a vocoder does okay. is it says... I bet if we just picked like 20 reference frequencies, you know, uh, from from really low, like, hello, how are you doing? Up to high. It's, you know, um, (laughs) if we pick 20 of those and we just sort of change the levels up and down on those, I bet we could recreate what someone's voice actually sounds like just through this approximation. So it's the same thing as like how when you're doing like a a JPEG photograph, right? Mm -hmm. You can... Instead of doing exactly representing how the thing looked, you can say, well, I'm just going to say all the yellows are roughly the same and just call that all yellow. Okay. And so you have less information to store in the photograph. Right. And so it's kind of the same thing with sound and a vocoder is it just says, you know, I know there's millions of frequencies and they're all very slightly different and there's all this nuance. And they're all special, unique snowflakes. Yeah. It's a, it's a, fre- a snowflake of a frequency, <laughs> um, which is to say nothing of the frequency of snowflakes, which is really more of a meteorology thing. Winter is coming. <laughs> I mentioned that already. I think you're actually (laughs) telling me the information I already told you, which I think is indicating that you're not really listening to me. And it makes me really question this friendship we have. Well, I thought this was a meteorology club meeting. Where we just say winter's coming to each other and then leave. (laughs) (laughs) I would like to have more clandestine meetings where, yeah, you just you, you agree on a code phrase and then you meet up in a public place somewhere far away, say the code phrase and then disappear. Yeah. It wouldn't be a great social interaction necessarily, but I think it would really build friendship because we did a crazy stupid thing together. Sure. Which is important. Yeah, that's a bond. I think shared experience is huge for, for friendship. I agree. So a uh, vocoder, right. So it does the same thing where it just says, all right, I'm going to approximate all these sound waves. Instead of uh, a bunch of unique snowflakes, I'm just going to say there's 20 roughly similar snowflakes. Okay. And then it sort of crams all the sound into those and it makes all the sounds it needs to by adjusting those levels. So it says, well, this person is pretty high pitched, so I'm going to turn the highs up and the bottoms down. Okay. And that's, I mean, so that's the crash course version. Gotcha. Telephones take advantage of this. This is technology that came up, I think, during World War II, I want to say, to communicate with submarines. And we've Um, just now applied it to our pop stars? Pop stars? Oh, okay. That vocoding. Okay. (laughs) I was trying to find the submarine pop star joke. "Uh, It's got to be in there somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, so the, so the way they do that is that they pick which, um, you have these 20 reference frequencies. Let's, I mean, we're saying 20, but it can be however many you want. Mm-hmm. And you get to pick what those are. Yeah. And so if you make them sort of robot voices, then you're adjusting the, what they call a carrier wave, uh, which is those frequencies. Right. Uh, you're, you're adjusting those up and down to try to mimic speech, but they sort of still have this inherent robot quality to them. Sure. And so, like, no matter what you do, you're, you're going to um, 
get that robot-y sound to come through. Okay, so that makes sense to me how, like, autotune would work, because you get to pick 20 frequencies and pick what pitch they're at, so you're bringing, like, the... You're making whatever sound that the pop star made and making it sound like another pitch, just by sort of overpowering what was made with a, just, like, peppering in the right pitch. Yeah, I mean, well, it's actually... It's really interesting. Autotune is a different process altogether. Oh, totally different process? But it sounds so much like a vocoder. Yeah, and, and you can get similar results. So, yeah, they do. I mean, sort of... So, so like, a really good example of um, a vocoder is... Oh, you wouldn't get this. You're... you're uh, uh, I doubt you've ever listened to Frampton Comes Alive, have you? Yes, I do know that Peter Frampton sounds like a robot. Yeah, because he's, he's actually... Um, my understanding, I don't know exactly how they did it, but I, I think, basically, he sings through the mic, but then the carrier wave is his guitar. And so it's sort of like the, the vocoder is adjusting the frequencies in his guitar to try to match his voice as best as possible, oh. which is why it still sounds like a guitar, but you can sort of make out words. Interesting. Mm. Whereas an autotune is more like uh, Cher, for instance, where that's a digital process where it basically just picks out the, the main frequency in uh, whatever the values coming into the mic are and goes, okay, this is... I'm told I need to make this in the A minor key. And so everything needs to roughly... The, the primary frequency needs to match one of the 12 notes in the A minor key. 12 notes? No. Uh, eight, eight notes. And it just tr gets as close as it can to it. And so then what happens is if you have the effect on that cranked way, way up, it won't allow anything for even a second to not be in one of those things. So as she goes... Uh, it kind of makes her go... Uh, 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 you know, it turns it into a step function. Gotcha. Yeah. And, and you can get similar effects, but it's different. Cool. So... Very cool. This is, yeah, it's it's really interesting stuff. I wish I understood it better. I mean, I feel like I kind of gave a a so-so surface level take, <laughs> but I mean, there's there's really really interesting stuff buried in there. But this is all by way of saying uh, cell phones do this. They they actually vocode your voice, but they do it in a way to not make you sound like a robot. They do it in a way to make you sound like you. But it it reduces the um it reduces the load on the cell tower so they get the cell phone companies seem to always just be trying to send less data that seems to be their key interest well that makes a lot of sense yeah because it absolutely. makes it it's a great way to make life cheaper for them you can fit more cell phones onto a single cell tower yeah and everyone can have a good connection mm -hmm. then you don't have to build another cell tower exactly which is a lot of capital oh i imagine yeah i mean how, how many do you have up there on your hill uh three or four yeah at least oh yeah that's a whole thing but so so this is a good thing. And I actually I don't know if they do it on landlines, but if they do, it's to a lesser extent. So they would have more reference frequencies. Let's just say we're making enough numbers, but let's say instead of 20, they have 400 or something, you know. And so you can get closer and closer to approximating a natural voice. Gotcha. And and cell phones, actually, they they're really smart. They're doing, you know, they're I think they're doing a great job engineering it because they change the quality of that vocoding as you go along. I was reading somewhere that you can trick your phone if you like if you root the phone and then enter a special code, you can trick it to always using the highest uh, quality vocoding. Oh, cool. But otherwise, it auto switches based on the need of the tower. Interesting. But so, so the upshot of all this, though, is that, I mean, you literally are just getting a lower quality signal going through your cell phone. And, and I agree that it's not super easy to pick out when you're talking on the phone. I, I kind of noticed just because, I don't know. I, like I said, I get distracted. But when you're recording it, you super duper notice. I... You know, as a young person trying to learn how to record, I was recording somebody over their Bluetooth on a cell phone. And I, I was just like, I can't, like, I could hear them on the phone call. Mm -hmm. But later out here in the recording, I was like, what the hell did they just say? Mm. What was that? Interesting. 
Yeah, and so I think that has something to do with the the human brain's natural ability to just like pick out the sounds and fill in. Do you think it could have been your recording device doing further? Um, no, no. I mean, I've I've tried this again multiple times, and landline always ends up sounding better. Okay. I mean, she was on a Bluetooth too, which probably made things even worse. Yeah, because just you know, there's some other issues there. But yeah, no. I mean, I've repeated it, and it, landlines just sound better. Okay, it's not undoable on a cell phone, but. Anyway, this is landline telephones. I feel like I've talked plenty about this. I'm, I'm exhausted and tired. Me too. Do you have any any closing thoughts? Um, cell phones for life. <laughs> You're so aggressive. Like landlines are at least kind of like I don't know. I think they're kind of fun. Maybe I'm just like you know. Maybe it's the same thing as like a record player. Like yeah, it's kind of fun. I totally. I mean, that's the vibe that I'm getting. Is it's like a it's a record player thing, which is cool and that's fine. And I think record players are really fun, and I actually really like listening. To a record on a record player. It's just extremely inconvenient. Yeah. No, I mean, again, I'm not saying that we should all switch to... In fact, I think what will happen is cell phones will just get better. Um, either that or we'll all just accept that we'll communicate only through Snapchats from now on. Which, you um, know, as it should be. Could be. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I don't think, I don't think you know, all of us being tied to a cell phone or a, a... Oh, man, we didn't even talk... We have to talk about this before we go. Did you ever have to call a uh, possible paramour's house? phone to ask them on a date or like to make arrangements for a date or something because it was the worst no. and I, I envy I envy teenagers so much now that they all have cell phones and they don't have to do this horrible horrible monstrous thing that you god you would pick up and it would be her dad or her sister that's terrible or something. I'm so it's sorry just the worst. yeah that's really unfair oh my god it was so terrible yeah um yeah I, I think it's a general plus too that we're, we don't this is the other thing we forget is that bells used to just go off in our house because the thing you don't realize is it's terrible for the parent too yeah it's just it's as awful. awkward if not more so for them than it is for you <laughs> well maybe maybe not i had a friend i may or may not have told you this once but i told a friend uh over uh, i don't know if she was a friend i suppose she wasn't but i told her <laughs> in high school over uh over instant messenger this is this was not a good move but you know whatever i was a dumb teenager i was just like i felt like you needed to call to ask somebody out like you should really don't do it over instant messenger i was like that's tacky and so i just wrote like hey what's your phone number i'm gonna call you and ask you out which you know it's pretty bold but maybe inadvisedly so i think that's and, pretty uh, yeah it's super bold i think i think in a parallel universe there's uh a Tim out there that made it happen. <laughs> yeah, really just made it work. But so she she gave me the number and then she was like, she just kind of was like, oh. And then I called like five minutes later, got her dad and her dad was like, she's asleep. And it was like 8 p.m. And so I don't think she was asleep. No, I don't, especially because she was just on instant messenger with you. Yeah. Uh, maybe, unlikely. but maybe she was secretly up and her dad didn't know. Oh, she was, yeah, she was, like, uh, in her room under the covers with a flashlight yeah. on her computer. Yeah, on her computer. Yeah, because we all had laptops also in high school. <laughs> I forget I forget these things. We didn't all used to have laptops. Yeah, it's weird. Um, yeah. So I, that's a possibility. Uh, I don't know. And then you had also mentioned when you originally told, told me the story is that you never brought it up again, which I think is probably. No, I didn't. I was just like, you know, she. I feel like she sent a clear signal. This is kind of nice. We all got to just figure out what was going on without having to have an awkward which moment. okay realistically that's probably what happened but there's a small chance that she was secretly up and her father thought she was asleep um it, it didn't occur to me yeah i think this is the first time i should give her a call now and just be like so what's up <laughs> i'm finally calling I, you i don't think that's advisable <laughs> <laughs> talk about bold bold uh, verging on creepy 
Bridging on stalkerish. Oh, did I tell you? I told you my plan that uh, whenever a dude asks for my number nowadays, I'm just going to give him my dad's number. <laughs> no, I didn't hear that. Yeah, like I'm, I'm just going to start doing that. Well, because this is, this is the other thing that's interesting about no landlines is like you used to call a place and now you call a person. Yeah. And the only way to, yeah, the only way to blow somebody off is like you can't have someone be like, oh, sorry, she's not here. You have to just not pick up and then... Which I think is making us more comfortable with the concept. I mentioned this on the text messaging uh, episode that it's making us more comfortable with just someone not wanting to talk to you right now. Mm. Yeah, which I suppose is good. Yeah, I, I think it's good. It's no longer the crushing rejection it always was. It's like, oh, maybe they're in a meeting or, oh, maybe they're in the middle of something right now. They'll call me back if they need to. I assume people won't pick up actually when I call them. I do too. It's yeah. weird when they do. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh hello hi um i'm just gonna text you is that cool and then i always feel the impulse to say is now a good time because they could be anywhere <laughs> but the now is a good time because they picked up though right I they guess just won't so, pick yeah. up we've developed a shorthand yeah. yeah i don't know somehow i'm still a little down on it i know i know no no i, th I think it's mostly good I, I i feel like i'm being painted as like a a just you know oh the old times were better but mostly i just think i don't know it's it's so easy to blow people off. Everyone wants to blow people off anyway. I don't know. Is that the right thing? It's sort of nice when you're forced to do stuff just because it you usually end up... Uh, it, it Depending on the thing, it's often a good thing in the end. That's true. That's true. Mm -hmm. I'm, glad I, I'm glad I made that vague enough that anyone could agree with it. <laughs> That's the, the best way to end a podcast. Just a, a vague sentence that everybody can agree with. Well, an interesting thing may happen to you this coming week. <laughs> And next week, we'll, uh, an interesting podcast may befall you when we come back next week on the Doom to Fail podcast. Until then, that's Captain Kogan over there. And Dobbs is right over here. Bye! Bye! Oh, hey, we're back. Still here. This is uh, Tim, still in studio, and Catherine on a cell phone. And we're going to compare throughout the entirety of the who's on first bit by Abbott and Stella, the difference between a cell phone and a landline so Catherine will be playing who do you want to play Catherine uh you, I'll, I'll be Costello okay Catherine will be Costello and I will be Abbott and her lines will sometimes be on a cell phone and sometimes be on a landline through the magic of editing and uh you the listener can decide which version of Costello you think sounds nicer and which is funnier so so, Catherine, strange as it may seem, they give ballplayers nowadays very peculiar names. Funny names? Nicknames, nicknames. Now, on the St. Louis team, we have who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. That's what I want to find out. I want you to tell me the names of the fellows on the St. Louis team. I'm telling you, who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. You know the fellow's name? Yes. Well, then who's playing first? Yes. I mean the fellow's name on first base. Who? The fellow playing first base? Who? The guy on first base. Who is on first? Well, what are you asking me for? I'm not asking you. I'm telling you. Who is on first? I'm asking you. Who's on first? I'm asking you. Who's on first? That's the man's name. That's whose name? Yes. When you pay off the first baseman every month, who gets the money? When you pay off the first baseman every month, who gets the money? Every dollar of it. And why not? The man's entitled to it. Who is? Yes. So who gets it? Why shouldn't he? Sometimes his wife comes down and collects it. Whose wife? Yes. After all, the man earns it. 
Who does? Absolutely. Well, all I'm trying to figure out is what the guy's name is on first base. Well, all I'm trying to find out is what's the guy's name on first base. Oh, no, no, no. What is on second base? I'm asking you who's on second. Who's on first? (laughs) 